Today is the 12th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian, and uh, it's great to, to sit down here and take a deep breath and slowly exhale and take a sip of coffee and scooch up to the microphone and cozy around this global campfire that uh, is the community here. And uh, I see that some of you have thrown some logs on. We got a nice uh, warm fire going and and uh, we're just kind of coming in out of the cold, coming in out of the dark and warming ourselves and, and uh, feeling each other's presence. And so <laughs> here we go, uh, all together taking the next step forward. And uh, we're reading from the New International Version this week, which obviously ends today. We'll read something else tomorrow. But we'll pick up where we left off no matter what day it is, no matter what translation we're reading from. And today, we'll read Genesis chapter 26, verse 17, through 27, verse 46. And uh, once again, what we're following now, because Abraham passed away yesterday, moving into the generation after Abraham and beginning to follow the story of Isaac. And Isaac has had some children, Jacob and Esau, and so we're beginning to know their story. And these particular names, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, we need to know these names and we need to know their origin because uh, they will shape uh, how the story unfolds as we continue through the rest of the year. So, Genesis chapter 26. So Isaac moved away from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar, where he settled. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died. And he gave them the same names his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a well of fresh water there. But the herders of Gerar quarreled with those of Isaac and said, The water is ours. So he named the well Isek, because they disputed with him. Then they dug another well, but they quarreled over that one also, so he named it Sitna. He moved on from there and dug another well, and no one quarreled over it. He named it Rehobot, saying, Now the Lord has given us room, and we will flourish in the land. From there he went up to Beersheba. That night the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you and will increase the numbers of your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. Isaac built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. There he pitched his tent, and there his servants dug a well. Meanwhile, Abimelech had come to him from Gerar with Ahuzot, his personal advisor, and Phicol, the commander of his forces, Isaac asked them, Why have you come to me, since you were hostile to me and sent me away? They answered, 
We saw clearly that the Lord was with you. So we said, There ought to be a sworn agreement between us, between us and you. Let us make a treaty with you, that you will do us no harm, just as we did not harm you, but always treated you well and sent you away peacefully. And now you are blessed by the Lord. Isaac then made a feast for them, and they ate and drank. Early the next morning the men swore an oath to each other. Then Isaac sent them on their way, and they went away peacefully. That day Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug. They said, We found water. He called it Sheba, and to this day the name of the town has been Beersheba. When Esau was forty years old, he married Judith, daughter of Beeri, the Hittite, and also Basemath, daughter of Elon, the Hittite. They were a source of grief to Isaac and Rebekah. When Isaac was old, and his eyes were so weak that he could no longer see, he called for Esau, his older son, and said to him, My son, here I am, he answered. Isaac said, I am now an old man and don't know the day of my death. Now then, get your equipment, your quiver and bow, and go out to the open country to hunt some wild game for me. Prepare me the kind of tasty food I like, and bring it to me to eat, so that I may give you my blessing before I die. Now Rebekah was listening as Isaac spoke to his son Esau. When Esau left for the open country to hunt game and bring it back, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, Look, I overheard your father say to your brother Esau, Bring me some game and prepare me some tasty food to eat, so that I may give you my blessing in the presence of the Lord before I die. Now, my son, listen carefully and do what I tell you. Go out to the flock and bring me two choice young goats so I can prepare some tasty food for your father, just the way he likes it. Then take it to your father to eat, so that he may give you his blessing before he dies. Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, But my brother Esau is a hairy man, while I have smooth skin. What if my father touches me? I would appear to be tricking him and would bring down a curse on myself rather than a blessing. His mother said to him, My son, let the curse fall on me. Just do what I say. Go and get them for me. So he went and got them and brought them to his mother, and she prepared some tasty food just the way his father liked it. Then Rebekah took the best clothes of Esau, her older son, which she had in the house, and put them on her younger son Jacob. She also covered his hands and the smooth part of his neck with the goat skins. Then she handed to her son Jacob the tasty food and the bread she had made. He went to his father and said, My father. Yes, my son, he answered. Who is it? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau your firstborn. 
I have done as you told me. Please sit up and eat some of my game, so that you may give me your blessing. Isaac asked his son, How did you find it so quickly, my son? The Lord your God gave me success, he replied. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Come near so I can touch you, my son, to know whether you really are my son, Esau, or not. Jacob went close to his father Isaac, who touched him and said, The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him, for his hands were hairy like those of his brother Esau, so he proceeded to bless him. Are you really my son Esau? he asked. I am, he replied. Then he said, My son, bring me some of your game to eat so that I may give you my blessing. Jacob brought it to him, and he ate, and he brought some wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come here, my son, and kiss me. So he went to him and kissed him. When Isaac caught the smell of his clothes, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you heaven's dew and earth's richness, an abundance of grain and new wine. May nations serve you and peoples bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers, and may the sons of your mother bow down to you. May those who curse you be cursed, and those who bless you be blessed. After Isaac finished blessing him, and Jacob had scarcely left his father's presence, his brother Esau came in from hunting. He too prepared some tasty food and brought it to his father. Then he said to him, My father, please sit up and eat some of my game, so that you may give me your blessing. His father Isaac asked him, Who are you? I am your son, he answered, your firstborn, Esau. Isaac trembled violently and said, Who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me? I ate it just before you came, and I blessed him. And indeed, he will be blessed. When Esau heard his father's words, he burst out with a loud and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, me too, my father. But he said, Your brother came deceitfully and took your blessing. Esau said, isn't he rightly named Jacob? This is the second time he has taken advantage of me. He took my birthright, and now he's taken my blessing. Then he asked, Haven't you reserved any blessing for me? Isaac answered Esau, I have made him lord over you, and have made all his relatives his servants, and I have sustained him with grain and new wine. So what can I possibly do for you, my son? 
Esau said to his father, Do you have only one blessing, my father? Bless me too, my father. And Esau wept aloud. His father Isaac answered him, Your dwelling will be away from the earth's richness, away from the dew of heaven above. You will live by the sword, and you will serve your brother. But when you grow restless, he will throw his yoke from off your neck. Esau held a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him. He said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are near. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. When Rebekah was told what her older son Esau had said, she sent for her younger son Jacob and said to him, Your brother Esau is planning to avenge himself by killing you. Now then, my son, do what I say. Flee at once to my brother Laban in Haran. Stay with him for a while until your brother's fury subsides. When your brother is no longer angry with you and forgets what you did to him, I'll send word for you to come back from there. Why should I lose both of you in one day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I'm disgusted with living because of these Hittite women. If Jacob takes a wife from among the women of this land, from Hittite women like these, my life will not be worth living. Matthew 9, 1-17 Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son. Your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take your mat, and go home. Then the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God who had given such authority to man. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, Many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy not sacrifice. 
For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Then John's disciples came and asked him, How is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, Then they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. Neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst, the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins and both are preserved. Psalm 10, 16-18 The Lord is King forever and ever. The nations will perish from this land. You, Lord, Hear the desire of the afflicted. You encourage them, and you listen to their cry, defending the fatherless and the oppressed, so that mere earthly mortals will never again strike terror. Proverbs 3, 9-10 Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for bringing us uh, this far into this new year, and as we release the first full week of this new year, Uh, We feel like we're starting to settle in uh, to the rhythm of this new year, and uh, we can see that, yeah, this can be a very, very overwhelming year for us, or there's an alternative path, uh, a narrow one that leads to life. And we're beginning to learn about that path, and uh, you are beginning to teach us of that path, and we're beginning to realize uh, we we may need to change some things. And you are so kind and you are so gracious and gentle with us that that you allow us to become aware and you gently lead us in the way that we should go. And so our part in this at this point is to remain open and we have an open heart to you. Nothing is off limits from you, God. We trust you. There are many things we may be skeptical of in this world, but we trust you. You are our only hope. And so we declare this. We, we speak it out loud. We say it. It's, it's our reality. There is no other one. There is no other way. And so we put our hope in you. And we trust you. And by doing this, our heart begins to open to you. Come, Holy Spirit. 
plant the word of God that we read today and all that we've read so far this year into our lives, continuing to till the soil and plant the fruit of the Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It's the websites where you find out what's going on around here, so be sure to stay connected uh, and find out, uh, find out what's going on around here and explore. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if uh, the mission that we share in common, which is to bring the spoken word of God read fresh every day, and to present it and make it available to anyone who will listen to it anywhere on this planet, any time of day or night, and uh, to continue to build community around that rhythm so that, that each of us know that we're not alone. If, uh, if, that is, uh, if that resonates with you and that brings light and life and good news into your life, then, uh, then thank you for being life-giving. There's a link on the homepage uh, of dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877 942 4253 is the number to dial. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, this is Victoria Soldier. Just calling tonight to pray for some of the dabbers. I just want to pray for some of the dabbers who are going through, especially some of those who are, are affected by the the government closure. I want to pray for those who are going through stress and who have a need in their lives. Lord, in the name of Jesus, you have your way. Lord, you are God that can supply all our needs. You said that you are the way, the truth, and the life. You said that you wouldn't hold any good thing from us. Oh, Lord, somebody needs you tonight. Somebody needs some strength. Somebody needs some guidance. Somebody needs some direction. Somebody needs some protection. Oh, Lord, you have your way. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you supply their every need. Oh, Lord, in abundance, you come that we might have life and that we might have it more abundant. You said you would never leave us nor forsake us. You said you are the way, the truth, and the life. You are Alpha and our Omega. You are our beginning and the end. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your power. We thank you for the victory. We thank you, Lord, for your delivering power. We thank you for your miracle working power. All the strongholds, every stronghold that comes to hold us down, every wicked thing from the enemy that comes to take away our joy, to come to take away every good thing that he has for us. Lord, you have your way. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, you continue to bless Brian and Jill and his daughter, China, and all the people of God. You continue to bless Brian, Tony, Sharon, and and uh, the lady that lost her her uh, her daughter, Lord, you pray for, for Joe to protect the Lord. You pray for him and his daughter, Lord. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you.
you touch Pastor Jenny. You touch your people, Lord. You touch those who are going through. You touch those who lost everything, Lord. You provide. You open doors, no man. My beautiful family, this is Pastor Jenny from Bradenville, Florida, and I am calling rejoicing for China's engagement. Congratulations, China. Congratulations, Ben. Praise God for your engagement. Congratulations, Jill and Brian. You have done an extraordinary job with your little girl whom I met when she was 16, which is how old my daughter is today. So I look at her and I just glorify the Lord for everything that she is. And now an extra reason to thank God for his faithfulness towards her and towards you guys. Bless you, bless you, bless you. We are going to continue praying more than ever for you guys. And now we have been to our list of prayer. Praise the Lord. Um, and uh, my beautiful family, particularly for the newcomers, one of the wonderful things about the DAB and particularly the prayer line is that we get not only to listen to the word, but we get to pray for one another. And that is an excellent exercise. Sometimes um, the Daily Audio Bible has been a lifesaver for me, not only from the perspective of the word, but because it forces me to look outside of myself into the needs of others. So you will find that when you pray together with your brothers and sisters, whether on the line or later, that you are strengthened just because God intended for us to pray and intercede for one another. And uh, now join me in prayer. Father, we pray for Sharon from South Carolina. We ask for your blessing, for your strengthening, God. Oh, Father, we pray for our brother prodigal. We believe that he is gaining his strength and that he knows that you are with him and that he has heard your words of love by just listening to this podcast. Father, I pray for Demarius and for Ernesto, two individuals that we have shared the word with and we are expecting and anticipating results. Good morning, DAB family. My name is Janet. I am going into the second year on the DAB Audio Bible and enjoying every minute of it. Um, in awe of the community and the prayer warriors out there. I, myself, am not very good at prayer, um, but I'm in just need of prayer for my son, Jared, who's 23, and he's an alcoholic. I found out earlier last year that he was drinking. He's been drinking for about three years, and he kept it from me. And my family kept it from me. I've done everything I can to get him help. I have had him in a 30-day program. He just got out, and I'm getting ready to send him off to California for a six-month sober living program. Well, he had a drink on Saturday. I was away from him for a few hours, and he had a drink. I don't have the money for these programs. So to take the chance to send them there and not work and spend the money is... Well, it's hard for me. I'm scared for him. An amazing, wonderful, loving person with a disease. And I just want him well. Please pray for Jared. For me, that I can get through this, that I know how to help him. 
Did I hear the Lord in first direction to take my Jared? So, good morning. My name is David, and I live in Indianapolis, Indiana, in the United States. And uh, I am carrying a burden, have been carrying it for a little over two and a half years. And uh, what it is, is my son um, is really going through a, a very nasty, long separation from his wife. And uh, he's living with us currently, and I have uh, get to see the three grandkids occasionally. And so, anyway, that's been very hard for us, and uh, my wife and I. And uh, we just especially appreciate prayer for that. And then for my, I have a problem with anger. Uh, it wells up inside me. So, as a grandfather, I feel helpless sometimes, but. So anyway, Daily Audio Bible Family, I've been, I hadn't been listening in a good solid two years, and now I'm back at it, so please pray for me. Thank you. Goodbye. Good morning. I am Peggy in Texas, and for this moment, I invite you to join me in prayer. Father, on this Monday morning, I thank you for your word read so beautifully and strongly to us and for the commentary causing us to ponder the way you're speaking to us this day. May we not forget the challenge. I thank you for that same spirit heard in Rudolph's strong and clear voice from Toronto, as well as from Sherlock in New Jersey, and from, I think it was, Denise in Cleveland. Their voices gave strength and brought gratefulness to my heart. Thank you, Father. At the same time, I recognize at times like these that it's easy to become fearful and weary and restless, to have a soul that is lacking in joy, for problems are real and life is often hard. Father, remember with your healing touch all those who are in pain, pain due to illness or rejection, tragedy, loss, debt, or hunger, or who cannot find place, whatever that may mean. Have mercy on all DABers who are suffering at this hour. Please meet needs. We often fail, and it's easy to identify with Easy and Georgia, who spoke of failure in maintaining, as well as Denise's desire, not only to maintain, but to obtain and to sustain in order to be good witnesses to your power. We identify there and ask that all of us will be faithful in our seeking, for you tell us if we seek, we shall surely find. We praise your name this Monday morning. In the name of Jesus.